Welcome to Soulcast. I'm Sue. And I'm Serena. Soulcast is a podcast about living your best life with an active lifestyle. It's about letting your soul shine through the things that inspire you and being confident with your whole self. We are so excited to share some soulful conversations with you. Enjoy. Look at her. Look at her. This is going to be great. I can't wait to start. Hi, Sue. Hi, Serena. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hello, ladies. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> Great. Is this how you guys start? Yes, this pretty much. All... <laughs> so we're at episode number five. 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 Oh, I was going to say four, but that's um, coming up. That's coming up. We're on five. So we're super excited because on episode number five, we have Amy. Hi. Who is also <laughs> a big part of the Soul Team. And actually, do you know what's really cool, ladies? You two are OGs. We are the OG crew. Soul Studio OG. Actually, Zumba with Serena. Yeah. And the instructors that have been teaching since I opened mm-hmm. and have remained. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, pretty cool. That's kind of why I wanted Amy on first because we go way back. We've seen it all. We've yeah. seen it all. <laughs> we did our Zumba training together. Oh my God. With your mom? Yes. <laughs> oh, seriously, the cutest. When was that? Great. What year? 20, 2014. So, yeah. Amy. Tell us about how you got started with Zumba. I, I was Come forward. highly encouraged yeah. to take the course, and I did, but with a caveat that I would never teach adults. Never. I would and you only were you had teach children. Face. Never adults. That's how I started. And then, Sue, you and I subbed Serena's we class. We did. <laughs> we both showed up half an hour early, sick to our stomachs. Oh, man. I was so nervous. Like I'm like, I got, these are Serena's songs. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> But how cool was that? So I remember, Amy, you telling me, like, your aunt was doing Zumba and had mm-hmm. tried to get you to do, do Zumba for so a long. Year, a, year. a year. I always say it's about timing. So then the Zumba instructor course came up, and I will never forget you saying, I'm just teaching kids. Mm-hmm. And then I said to you, I'm like, well, uh, next class, just get your song ready, and you're going to do a song. <laughs> you did. That's right. I remember I showed it to you at Excel. Yeah. And then right. you were like, oh. At Excel. Serena was teaching um, the spin. She was yeah, teaching yeah. spin at Excel, and yep. I used to go to Excel. She's yeah. a great gym in town here. And after one of the classes, I said, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to show it to you before Boom. I taught it in class. And I showed yeah. her, and it was. It was dare. Tell me, your first time teaching on stage, what did you feel? What did you see? How? What, it, what was the whole, like, well, I saw nothing, and I thought I was going to vomit. You <laughs> 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 It was, the song was just over, and I you, thought, well... I did it. Did you even know if the music had played, or no. if you had moved your body, or stood there staring It was, like, surreal, probably, hey? Just yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And then you did it, and then now look. You know yeah. what I mean? Look how far both of you have come yeah. since just even the Zumba training, right? Like, yeah. Even my first class, I didn't want to do the whole class by myself. I was like, no. No, I'm super happy to co-teach. Right? It was like a security blanket. <laughs> and, and then I pulled it off. <laughs> seriously <laughs> but 16 songs sounds like so many yes, at first and you're just looking does. at this place you're like i can't remember all yeah. these songs no way no how but you do but you do and you love it and you love it well we do what we do here at soul because we love it there's just this unique beauty about dance too oh. i mean 
I mean, how many people really get tired of dancing? Never. You, you just, you don't. And I think what's been really cool is to watch people who maybe, like, because I danced, Amy danced. Did you dance prior I to did. high school? Like ballet I, or jazz I, or I did jazz for a bit. So when you have, like, when you grow up with a dance background, we understand what dance can do for your soul. But now there are so many people that didn't have the opportunity to grow up or didn't do it right don't know what kind of connection dance can bring you mm -hmm. but what i feel like we've done is actually bring a connection of dance to people that they never knew that they could have connected with yeah. mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. favorite saying about music is that music is life that's yeah. why our hearts have beats yeah that's so true i saw that i was like yes boom, yeah, boom. It's beautiful it's true <laughs> what is life without music seriously amy tell us a little bit about your uh fitness journey it's really cool to just hear like real life. Yeah, I mean, I'm a mom of three girls, three amazing, beautiful girls who are now eight, 10 and 12. And after I had my second daughter, this is before I started Zumba or anything mm -hmm. like that. I gained like 100 pounds mm -hmm. after that pregnancy. I had a C-section. I was immobile for two months. I ate a lot of mini eggs. They were fantastic. <laughs> Still one of my favorite things ever. But anyways, I just wasn't happy. I was just in that stage of I, I'd wear the same pair of pants every day and, you know, just yeah. not feeling good about your body. And I knew I had to move. I was lucky to have a really healthy mom who set that example and I knew I had to start moving. And I started really light with a once a week boot camp, mm -hmm. which I loved. There was connection there. It was outdoors. It was great. And then, like you said, that fall. So I started that boot camp in the spring. And then that fall, I found Zumba. I finally went. And my aunt and my aunt kept telling me go to Serena Zumba, <laughs> not just try Zumba. That's you'll very like specific. It. You have to go to Serena's <laughs> Zumba, and I was like, Serena, like, like the older girl from next door. Yeah, we, went out because we grew up next to each yeah. other for some of our teen years. Yeah, yeah. That Serena, yeah, you gotta go, and I just didn't. So I was actually that person for a year. Yeah. Come to think of it. Because we get those women all the time. But yeah. I was that person for a year, and I finally went. I made my mom and my sister-in-law go with yeah. me, and that first minute, that first minute, I was hooked. I knew it was for me. Well, because of you, I think maybe for you too, it connected you maybe back to your dance years. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Good. I'm not getting in a leotard at 30 years old no. like, anymore. Yeah. But I still had that love of dance. I kind of want to get in the leotard, leotard right now. <laughs> you, that would be you would. <laughs> you can. I'm not putting on those partially see-through tights in a leotard again. Well, I once had a leotard. It had like a fish swimming up my leg. It was just like a full body Gorgeous. suit in one of my recitals. It was very pretty. That sounds amazing. So anyways, I started dancing again and I lost 100 pounds. Had another baby, didn't gain anything back. I danced right up until three days yeah. before I had Avalon. And that's just how it started. I was needing to move again. Can we talk about um, movement? Then there comes also nutrition and, and yeah. how you feel your body. And then maybe tell us a little bit about your struggles with... What do we call it? All of that. With All the, of it. You know, I like to just call it my struggles with the industry. Perfect. That's um, a great way to like, put let's, it. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, from the time I was 10 years old is when I started seeing, I was, we're lucky. We didn't grow up with social media. Yeah. Like what, what girls, young girls see now yeah. and the expectation that's put on them. Where are we being taught? You don't, you need to eat to fuel your body. Yeah. From the time I was 12 is when I first started thinking I had to eat less to be smaller, yeah. to be better, 12. right? From yeah. 12, from 12, 12 years old, that's really young. And I, I've heard of it even way younger than that, 
even uh, eight years old girls starting to think about calories and and what their body looks like that is too young you should yeah. be joyful and light and and having fun and free at that age and eating eating at any age yeah <laughs> it's true too you're right at any yeah. age yeah but not this just is, little but this is what happens is yeah. all of this social media and trying to be who and what what is that trying like, to fit into some con- conformity is that the word trying to fit into a mold that yeah. you think that is standard the beauty standard and right? so I think this ties to your to the conversation we had about self-worth mm-hmm. because I asked you why it was when we did the Zumba training that you were so adamant that you didn't want to teach adults well yeah and I mean that that was about confidence of course absolutely it self-esteem. all ties together yeah right? it all ties together so for way too many years of my life, including my adult life. Mm-hmm. I did not think that I was worthy of things and doing things. And I didn't think that I had the same value because of my size, yeah. because of my body. So here's the my number one takeaway lately. Mm-hmm. Well, there've been a few, but one of my number one things is you are not going to be happier 25 pounds lighter. You are not going to be happier when you're 50 pounds lighter. You, we, we need to learn to love our bodies right now, right where they're at, for where we're at. Like that, that's, that's what you need to learn. Otherwise, you, you're going to lose those 50 pounds and you're going to hate your arms because you didn't lose enough off your arms and then you're going to nitpick this and that. And, and then you have to give up something that you don't want to give up. You know, something here at Seoul is... It's really, we've talked about this in another podcast, it's not about the exterior portion of the body. It's like literally fitness for your soul. And I think that a lot of people have come into this place finding that and being so beautiful in their own skin. You know, like I think that's just the beauty of it. So Amy, like age 12, you go from thinking that you need to be doing this. So I'm sure you must have done every type of diet or or I wasn't much of a dieter okay even then intrinsically so part of me knew that dieting was wrong but what I did do that was horrible and this was advice from a doctor is and this helped me to lose a hundred pounds but I want to be clear that this is not the right thing to do my doctor told me eat 1200 calories a day oh oh I'm, I right? was at 1,600 calories a day for a bit, and I'm like, I need food. Well, that was the advice of my eat. doctor. Wow. Yeah. That was the advice of my doctor. Why did it take until, I'm, I'm 37 now, and it took till I was 37 years old to find somebody who said, you need to eat. I knew it logically, but here I was in this cycle of restrict, restrict, Rest, restrict, yeah. and then binge. And I didn't think I was a binger because, and we talked about this the other day, mm-hmm. I didn't think I was a binger because I didn't eat fast food. I didn't mm-hmm. binge on bags of chips. I didn't mm-hmm. binge on chocolate. I didn't, I didn't binge on quote unquote bad foods, which I don't like. I don't label foods anymore. There's no such thing as bad foods. Um, I don't believe that anymore. Um, and a huge, huge person for me that taught me that was um, a podcast that I listened to. I initially found him on TikTok, and that's Eric Roberts Fitness. He is amazing. I don't know what it was about his delivery that clicked for me. I could tell you because I started following him on Instagram. Don't you love him? He's like, he's so honest. He's honest. He's kind. He's himself. He's himself. Yeah, and genuine. he's just... He's yeah. black and white, but he's kind. Yeah. I love yeah. his delivery because yeah. his delivery is kind and yeah. no nonsense. And he's right. It's literally about calories and He drops a lot of out. F-bombs too, which But you I need to eat. Yeah, I know. I like that word. I, it's one of my Who favorite doesn't? words. And he delivers it very well without making you hate yourself. This is why I like this guy and his podcast so much. 
So cool. Um, but you can't beat the law of thermodynamics. And he told me to calorie count, and that was a trigger for me because when I was calorie counting at twelve hundred calories, I hated, I hated it. Yeah. I was starving. Star- yeah, and that's not fun. I was starving. But this is just no nonsense. You need to eat to fuel your body. You need to eat carbs. You you need to eat carbs. So here's the thing. It brings me back to the point of you saying you're going to lose 100 pounds, but you're still not going to be happy because you, you had to starve. Like, you didn't even get to eat. So you're not even happy with how you are, how you look on no. the outside because you're not even happy on the inside. And mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. You're, you've been starving yourself. Your body is starving and you want to eat, and that leads into your the binge culture, right? Right? Mm-hmm. right? Well, that's exactly what happens. Your brain is starving. And when I say carbs, I don't mean white bread necessarily. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with white bread. No. This is what I, I don't do anymore. Bread. I do not label foods as bad anymore and this is what I love about Eric Roberts because he's like well you're going to eat 2,000 calories a day that's a deficit for me my maintenance is really easy to find all that kind of stuff it's Mm -hmm. 2,700 about 2,700 calories is my maintenance a day I eat about 2,000 calories a day I think it's like 1980 give or take um but guess what I don't do anymore I don't crave treats because I'm not restricting myself. Yeah. If I look at my calories for the day, I really want some chocolate and I fit that in. No problem. 200 calories for like a Purdy's peanut butter. Yeah. Which I ate all of. Guess how freaking happy I am because I love chocolate, but it fits in my calorie deficit and I can still eat the foods that that I enjoy along with all my healthy things. But this is where, it's amazing. and I think it is amazing, and I think for you to be at this point in your journey now is a wonderful thing because you have so many years left to continue to enjoy mm-hmm. and not restrict yourself. But this is where we come in with Soul Studio. It's really all about balance, mm-hmm. right? You know, and I've seen so many things that, you you know, you try this and you try that, but mm-hmm. literally it becomes a yo-yo effect, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I know I talked about this in a, another podcast, but it was like me training for the fitness competition. Mm-hmm. I said, so I'm going to look like how I wanted to look, but I have to do what to my body and what's going to happen right after. Why would I want myself to look like that for just a moment? So that's where my turning point was like, I don't want a yo-yo. I want to mm-hmm. eat what I want to eat. I'm going to work out mm-hmm. to keep my body, my lungs, my brain going and enjoy my life, you know? And well, it needs to be sustainable. If you're sustainable. doing something that you have to go on and off, off. of and on and off of, that's yeah. not sustainable. No. You're not going to be able to stick to it. Your body is not going to like it. Your brain's going to be unhappy. And restricting yourself from things like carbs when your body needs carbs. Like, like your brain needs your carbs. Your brain so needs big. carbs. So, you know, there's, there's the different diets where you have to, like, you know, restrict yourself from something and it continues on. But that, like, that is not good for you in the long run. No, right? the second you tell yourself, I cannot have sugar, guess what you're going to think about? Well, sugar all sugar the time. Sugar nonstop. That's what you're going to think about all the time. But I didn't realize. So what I like now to talk about is food freedom. Yes. Being free... I have never in my life been free from thinking about food all day, and I am now. And it's astounding how freeing it is because I'm not labeling things as bad and can't eat and thinking about it constantly and worried. So I've gained all this new control by counting calories. Um, so I do. I count calories. Yeah. Um, just to, I started to make myself more aware of what I was eating. Some days I was probably putting 400 calories worth of salad dressing on. I didn't even realize it. Right. And then I'm like, why am I staying the exact same for three years? My body's staying the exact same. Um, it's cause I was probably eating really close to maintenance. So just becoming more aware is really good for me. I don't count calories every day anymore. I don't have to. I, I, I know now. But I do. I like to go in, weigh in grams, weigh in grams on a scale. If it's not triggering for you, if it works for you. 
Yeah. You got You got to find what works for you. Yeah, you yeah. really do. And so it doesn't become like an obsession. You don't right? want to be obsessed because that's where I think we start to lose. We start to lose the good things in life yeah, when it really becomes do. an obsession. Like I shouldn't have eaten that. And really, what's one peanut butter chocolate bar gonna do? You know what I mean? It's gonna make me feel satisfied. Yeah. Right. And we do things in moderation. You count. You do this. You, you have fun. Well, and the second I flip that in my brain, guess what? I don't crave every day all the time. I don't crave chocolate anymore. Yeah. I used to. I used to think about chocolate all the time, every day. Because you restricted yourself. Because I was restricting myself all the time. Yeah. I don't think about it anymore. I don't think about it anymore. It's it's amazing. I hope everyone can find food freedom, and that's what I wish for my daughters, and that's how I'm trying to raise them. Is that because I've got three girls? So yeah. I I don't want them focusing on food, food. and that's Constantly. what actually is is the scary part of all this because now with social media involved you see oh, the, the younger, diet industry the, yeah. drink this tea um <laughs> have some slime um whatever okay and then let's i mean and let's flip the diet industry to the fitness industry yeah what what do you guys see in fitness industries all the time it's not going to be your typical body type. Like, this is where the fitness industry gets me. Yeah, workout, 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 but not everybody, everybody's body is going to look like size 2 ripped. I mean... And that's not everybody's goal either. No. So I think here's one thing that I am really hopeful about for my girls is there has been this shift yeah. to showing all body sorts types. of women. I, I can't stand, I cannot stand this saying... It sounds like a compliment, but I don't think it's a compliment. Oh, you guys show real women. Well, all friggin' women are real yeah. women. Oh, yeah. Women who are size two and ripped, you are amazing. Yeah. You are killing it. That's Agreed. your goal and that's what you're doing. Yeah. I think you freaking rock. Women who are size 14 and yeah. they're out there and they're running or they're walking and doing what's best for them. You're killing it. Keep doing what you're doing. I mean, happiness comes down to, you know. Mindset. Mindset. And self-care industry as well as another industry I you know self-care is so important but if we're constantly on self 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 you're not gonna be happy the moment I started looking up and worrying more about the people around me mm -hmm. what kind of friend am I being to my friends mm -hmm. how do other people mm -hmm. feel when they are around me mm -hmm. that also made me happier good that's right? awesome yeah. yes right? I mean I've always tried to be a good friend yeah but my focus isn't on how is this affecting me it's on who am I to yeah. these people. And that, I think, feeds into your self-worth. Yeah, it's, yeah. Being worthy of yourself. I, I just had a conversation with Serena yeah, before this. right because before. I, right before I got in trouble. Well, I, well, I give you trouble with that. I, well, and it's not food or anything else, but being good enough. Yeah. Well, who hasn't felt that, right? Yeah. yeah. It is not talked about enough. No, and it's not. When, when you start to think you're not good enough is when you start to limit yourself. Mm -hmm. When you start to limit really what you can do and it limits your potential. So that's where, and sometimes I might come across like really like meh, you know, like about it, but it's because I see potential in people. And, and I think I could be harsh sometimes, but like I see it in there. No, you're not harsh, you're encouraging. That's and why I, I, I like this. across the, that way. Yeah. That's why this place is so unique too, is um, I firmly believe that women should only be building into other women. That's yeah. what we should be doing, encouraging. No one else is a threat. No. You're your own beautiful, unique, individual person. You're full of value and you're full of worth. 
And I just want every woman to be able to see that. And, and to be able to feel that mm-hmm. for themselves. Like, mm-hmm. that is really, like, my mission in life is to, to see it because I see it in everybody. Mm-hmm. But I see what the outside world does to people and what the worry does for people. So half the time you, you spend worrying about something is more than half the time you could have been doing something to, to, to be able to share with somebody. Mm-hmm. You are worthy. Every single person is worthy. Every single person is good enough. And you're right. Maybe there's not people out there. They don't have people to tell them they're good enough or they're worthy enough. But it all comes down to what you believe in. Well, and that's what we're here for now, too. Right? Yes. <laughs> that's what we're here for with podcasts and the studio and TikTok. Right. And that's so our main message I mean, is you're worthy. Yes, you are worthy. And then, like, you know, here we go with our podcast with Sue. We got TikTok with Amy. We believe in it so much, you guys. Like, we would take the shirts off our back to continue doing this. I mean, we have been. Yeah. And it's because we believe that more people need to feel this way about themselves. And the amount of um, really cool things we got, we've been getting out of TikTok comments. It's mind blowing actually how so many people haven't been able to feel what we've had. We felt because of the gyms or fitness places yeah. that have given yeah. off a vibe. Felt, we almost yeah. take it for granted here that we have yeah. this great, great, fantastic community here at Soul Studio. Um, but yes, yeah, some of the comments from the challenge that you yeah, just ran over the last month that people were nominating themselves for the prize. And yeah. I thought some of the comments were just amazing. 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 I, ca- I can't believe that we've inspired people to start on their fitness journeys. Yeah. To start on their fitness journeys. Like, yeah. That's incredible. It's something you need to walk through the doors to be able to feel. It's really hard until you feel it to understand what we're talking about yeah and even walk through our virtual doors really you know if you give yourself that opportunity and a lot of people say I don't want to do classes at home and that's fine it's not for everybody however if you're feeling you need connection really and this is why I did the camera the way it is because I wanted people to come in to class virtually to feel the exact same way people do when they walk through the doors physically and I think we've nailed that Absolutely. You know what I think we do a really good job of doing here? So one of my favorite coaches actually also comes to the studio and it's Allie. Yes. Allie Payne is an amazing coach and she talks about this and I feel like we do a really good job here and that's that's about meeting people where they are because toxic positivity is also a thing. Mm -hmm. When someone's sad, when somebody's down, when somebody's grieving, giving them a little punch on the shoulder saying, you'll get through this, you can do this. Yeah, no. We're just going to be positive. You know, yeah. that's, that actually can be quite toxic. Mm-hmm. And I love that I, I was able to um, have that just put so clearly by Allie Beautiful. because it's true. So and true. we've always done a really good job of that here. And, and that's always been a goal of mine. I mean, you meet people where they are. You know, I'm sorry you're having a bad day. You know, is there any, can, can I listen? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting. We talked about this with Jim on our last podcast oh, as really? well. Cool. We did because di- different types of coaching. He said in high school he had a really tough coach. Mm-hmm. And in co- when he got to college, he had a coach that was supporting learning and growth more than being hard on him. Mm-hmm. And he said, he's like, I responded really well to both styles. But mm-hmm. now as a coach himself, it's about finding what, meeting Works. people where they are. Yes. Meeting people where they are. Figuring out yeah. what they need to succeed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who doesn't have bad days and feel Oh, like we all do. Or bad week. I've had bad months. Yeah. I had a bad, I had a bad, I had a questionable morning, but then I got here and started (laughs) talking to you guys and I feel much better. Yay, I'm glad we did then. (laughs) But I think, you know, I I love meeting people where they're at and same with your fitness journey. Like you got to meet yourself where you're at, you know, Mm -hmm. like don't push yourself 
to a place where it's not going to be sustainable. We want to create healthy habits here, right? Mm -hmm. Healthy wellness tips. Like, schedule in three classes. And if you do half the class, half ass, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. You did the three classes a week. Like, don't go crazy. Don't compare yourself to what you saw online. You yourself should be the competition, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes even when I'm teaching a class, I'm like, today guys, I'm tired, so I am gonna do the modification. Like, I'm not always doing high high impact, mm -hmm. right? Because I also have to meet myself where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Because if I kill myself, then, mm -hmm. you know. What, what's more important than people coming here and feeling like they're not being judged? That's one of the things that we hear most often. All the time. We've gotten messages from people who have had pictures taken of them while they're at the gym because they don't have, you know, maybe they're overweight. And right. how, I'll never understand that. How can you see somebody trying to move their bodies yes. and do anything but clap for them? Even if you do it internally. I, that's I, all you should be doing. Yes. That's <laughs> it. Just support and love right where they're at. I think that is so true. Which is a really great spot for us to wind down. Yep. Amy, anything else you want to share? Any other books, authors, podcasts, any other piece of your journey? No, I think I shared the two big ones for me. There's a couple other people I really like. Um, Matthias J. Barker. He's a psychologist, I believe, and he's amazing. I'd highly recommend listening to his podcasts. Boundaries. It's my favorite book. Well, one of my favorite books. It's learning how to set boundaries for your own well-being and mental health and and your kids must see a difference in you too, right? Ever since you even made the flip of your decision for food. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I mean, to be honest, actually, I hide, I've always hid that from okay. them. Uh, it's really important to me that my, my, I've got, like I said, I've got three girls. Actually, I do yeah, not, I is, do not yeah. talk about food in yeah. front of them. Um, I do not want that to become an obsession of theirs. I don't talk about my body in any way right. other than positive, even when I'm feeling shite. Yeah. Right? Um, I only talk positively about my body. I don't want them to see any negative talk about bodies period actually not that I ever talk about anybody's no, body but, in a negative yeah. way but I don't want them to see their mom looking in the mirror and you know being critical because that'll create that in them yeah so I've never never no matter sure. what yeah. struggle yeah. I'm going through it's, it's I've never yours. put that on my kids you know they know that there's food that nourishes your body and the other food is it nourishes your mind chocolate nourishes my mind <laughs> me too <laughs> <laughs> but why would you add that stress to a kid no. That's true. Talking about calories, yeah, talking sure. about sugar and things. Talking about sugar. I know. Like, let the kid eat, right? Yeah. They're gonna have let enough them of that enjoy. When they're, girl, when, they're, when they're older. I did just do like a, a program where I balance, I'm like balancing macros, protein, carbs, and fat, and calories, yeah. and that. Yeah. I did let my boys see yeah. the, the process and made them try some of the food that I was making. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They still just like hamburgers and hot dogs. Yeah. And well, who wouldn't? I still do. Right? They're like, Mom, do we have to eat whatever that I eat hamburgers. I love like, hamburgers. Are my oh, friend. I love hamburgers. Too. Hamburgers are amazing. And French fries. Oh we love hamburgers. We love hamburgers. Serena love hamburgers. Burger. It's like oh, number one went food. To is burger. A burger. Burger. Oh my god! I went to the Express last weekend. They served this flatbread that had asparagus and mushrooms and cheese, mm -hmm. and I had a flight of ciders, and it was like delicious. If you're stressing about food, you're not doing it right. 100%. I don't yeah. say that judgmentally. No. I say that as someone who yeah. stressed about food for 25 years. Yes. But I didn't stress Love about it. eating that flatbread. But that's good. Yes. And how good did you feel? 
It was great. Because, Don't. you know, everybody has that battle. I mean, it's, right? But it's like, why are we stressing about this? Because we're taught that one day of eating like that, or even two days, ruins all your progress. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You just need to be consistent 80% of the time. That's what Eric Roberts Fitness says. You just need to be consistent <laughs> about 80% of the time and just be aware. And that consistency is what's going to give you success. To me, though, the real success is being free. And being content and being okay with just everything. And that's what I hope every woman can yeah. achieve in their lifetime is yeah. just loving their body exactly where it's at. Oh, my body's amazing. It does amazing things. It can ride for 45 minutes. I can paddleboard right. and walk five, eight times a week sometimes. I can and piggyback my kids up the stairs. I know. I can pick up my kid who's five foot seven almost. Barely, but I can. But here's, <laughs> here's all the positive reminders that more people should be reminding themselves about their body. Our bodies are amazing. Yeah, and you, you get to a point where you're exercising more for functional movement it too is. Than, now it is. than for how it looks. It's yeah. just, it takes time and yeah. that's okay. But I think that what we've learned can be shared yeah. with younger kids, maybe yeah. younger girls. And, and I don't know, everyone has to go through their own struggles, but maybe that can be lessened by listening to women who who've have gone through it, been there. And that gives me some hope too, is, is there has been a shift online. Yep. Right there's a lot more um, body representation yeah. than there ever has been. It wasn't like we, in the '90s. No, when we were kids, our Teen Vogue or whatever oh, those man. teen magazines. The '90s were like super, 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 Full body super thin, like we're talking yeah. about and as thin as you can possibly be. A bone sticking out, which if that's great for oh. them, that's that's fine. But that's what we saw. That's, that's all what, we saw. That's, that's what we learned. That's, all, right? we that's all we saw. So hopefully, it's getting better out there for girls. So I think eat the food. Eat the food and get your body moving. Get your body moving and enjoy life. Get your body moving. <laughs> yeah. Soulcast. Whatever's good for your soul, do that.